This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Joe Ostrowski here, and uh, we're going to bring in our co-host for the next hour in a moment. But we want to remind you, the big game is finally here, and PropSwap has you covered. Find tickets on the game's MVP player to score the first touchdown, who's going to win the game, and much more. Download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. And we're going to go over some of those uh, big props for the big game about a week and a half from now. We're in a quick moment, but we want to welcome in for the next hour, hanging out with me, Nick Ashew from BetQL. He's a host. He's a writer. Nick, haven't had the opportunity. I've seen you on multiple shows. You've been on this very show. I know when I've been out a few different times, uh, uh, very pleased that you could uh, hang out with us this morning. Glad to be jumping on. And you said the last name right the first time. Joe Giglio struggled, and he and I have known each other, uh, you know, enough over the years. You got it right off the bat, and it's our first time working together. So I'll give you – you're going to get some props <laughs> as well you. as we start things off. So, <laughs> See, we do the Joe O, Joe G thing on this show, so he could have just gone with the Nick A. I, I, he could have got I, away with it. You know what? I'll give him credit at least with this. He didn't cop out and do that. He could have, and I would have accepted it, and that's fine. But he decided to at least try. But you nailed it right off the bat, and it's it's very impressive. I'm I'm very happy. <laughs> so you're in the uh, D.C. area. Yeah, I am. All it's right. been a uh, right. it's been a whirlwind of 24 hours. I'm sure you can imagine. So yeah. So okay. Every day, Erin would come on. And she, <laughs> you're already during laughing, the break, by the way. Was... <laughs> during the break, she's just like, "I'm so sick of this story. Just make the announcement already. We already know what the name is. It's so stupid. You know all the all this all this stuff." And then Joe Theismann puts it out there and then we've got choppers the other night and you can see it through the glass and I'm checking yes. out on 106.7 the fan and Odyssey station there they've got people calling in that went to the team store and they weren't allowed to buy any of the commander's gear like just give me your thoughts on this whole thing it from the outside it just feels like such a Washington football commander's operation first off I'm always curious to see like how people view that team from the outside and it's generally where you are where it's just like oh well this is this is what you'd expect from this same organization and it's it's pretty much the same thing they they botched the whole entire announcement where they've got this big we're gonna be on the today show and it's gonna be amazing and then it's just we're the commanders and <laughs> wait okay that's it like you guys there's no like logo you there's no like big fireworks there's nothing you just sitting on the field and doing that. Doug Williams just leans over to Jonathan Allen and puts his arm around him and says, we're the commanders. Okay, well, that's a bad start to begin with. And, of course, you mentioned all the news helicopters that see it through the windows of FedEx Field where you've got the, the, the logo and the name already there. We pretty much knew this was going to be the case, that that was going to be the name. But they just made it so anticlimactic and so boring. And they had this big setup outside the stadium with the logo and the jerseys and the, you know, the creepy mannequins they always like to use. <laughs> and this is all they did on the Today Show. Like, what are, what are you doing? You had all of the, did you see how the Kraken did it? The Kraken were awesome. Did you at least try yes. and take a little bit from the Kraken? They did nothing like this at all. I'll say this. The name, one, I'm glad it's done. Washington football team was stupid. Uh, it's like naming your dog, dog. It's just it, it, even people are like, well, Nick, international I didn't, soccer. Teams I didn't have hate it, Nick. I, I got to be honest with you. And maybe maybe I'm just being the jerk because I'm the media guy <laughs> that has to say the name a lot. And it took me some time. And I think the WFT looks cool. 
when you see the abbreviations on the standings or wherever, when you see the crawl on the mm -hmm. TV, I think that actually looks cool. And yeah, I know you've heard the WTF jokes. I, I get it. Of course. And you're probably of sick course. of that as and well. That's, that's rightfully deserved, by the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> but when I, but saying the football team, I would chuckle. See, it's not my team, though. It's, this is your team, or did you move there? It, yes, it's my team. And that's the okay. unfortunate part about it. I've covered them for years being in the D.C. market before I came over to, you know, do all this with BetQL. So I've been immersed in all the chaos. And the issue that I have with it is that, if you have to talk about it all the time, like you can't say Cowboys versus football team, Cowboys versus Washington, Cowboys versus WFT. Like nobody said WFT. It just didn't, you would put no. it on Twitter, yeah. you would type it. It just, it was clunky. It never made sense. And then you get the argument from people that are like, well, you know, the best soccer teams in the world go by football club. They actually have nicknames. Like they don't use it a lot, but they have those. But it's also a common theme. Like it doesn't work in at least american football we go by nicknames cowboys versus eagles means something they're you know bears versus vikings means something you use these names the nicknames mean so look yeah, yeah. nobody was going to be happy with a nickname no matter what it was eventually people get used to it if the team wins which i know is a laughable statement to have trust me i get it when it comes out of my mouth it's it's laughable but if the team does win people will adjust and move on. And I get the people that are all angry on Twitter. Like, I've checked out and I don't care and I'll never be there forever. Yeah, right. Well, now they're talking about building a new stadium in D.C. You're going to be there if this team is winning at their brand new dome stadium. I promise you, you're not going to be checked out for it. What, are you going to be a Ravens fan? It's not It's not going to happen. They're losing fans to Ravens, fa like younger kids now that are becoming Ravens fans. Yep. But if you've been a lifelong fan of that team, it, that's it, you're going you're gonna to stick with that team. I mean, you're you're right. First off, it's the monster. It's the NFL. You're not quitting yep. the NFL. I don't care what you say. Have you seen the ratings this year? <laughs> yes. It's, it's right. in, you. You can. And and what we do with sports gambling, once these uh, people get get immersed in that world, which yes. is that that's been a little surprising to me because I always felt for years, oh, if you bet, you're betting already. But I never thought it would reach this level. But yeah, man, I, you're right. It, it has me thinking about just the baseball so i'm in a city with two baseball teams and yep. what you said about winning and it's so accurate first off the pr stuff is one thing but if you just win people are in man and, and so my son and all of his friends like i'm in an area where it's a lot of white socks but it was cubs five years ago it was all yeah. cubs where and now it's back to being the white Sox. why because they win that's, they win. That's in the end. That's what most people mostly care about. And maybe, uh, yep. maybe it's a sad commentary on us sports fans that that's all we well, care about. But it's fact. Well, I mean that, but that's the whole point, right? Like especially football. Part of being a fan is suffering. Like honestly, and and the, part of betting is suffering too. When you have a horrible loss, it's just awful and it's frustrating. But when you hit that win, you hit that five leg parlay, you're feeling great about it. It's the same thing when you've been a fan of a horrible team for years, or you know, for somebody like me that's a DC sports fan that suffered through no championships, no anything. We get a Stanley Cup and a World Series in back-to-back -back years. I never thought I'd see a championship parade, let alone covering two championship parades in back-to-back -back years. So those moments where you get those wins, like, mm -hmm. it matters. And people want to be a part of it. People don't want FOMO. They don't want to feel left out. If this team is winning again, you're going to be doing hail to the commanders or whatever stupid cheer they're going to come up with, and you're going to accept it. It may feel weird. It may feel like you went through a breakup, and now you're in a new relationship, and it's it's awkward, and you're like, I thought this was going to be the one I was going to get married to. But in the end, it's all going to work out when that team is winning. That's Nick Ashew. I'm Joe Ostrowski. This is a BetQL Daily. Uh, let's keep it on football, but looking more at the Super Bowl. And giving props is back one more time. 
whether you played this free-to-play contest the first three weeks of the postseason or not, you have a brand-new shot at winning $2,000. Head to betql.com backslash props to sign up. Ten new props have been posted around the big game. We're going to go over some of them uh, right here in a moment. It's easy. Most correct picks wins two grand. And as long as you sign up at least 15 minutes before kickoff, you have an equal chance at taking home the $10,000 game prize. Go to betql.com backslash props right now to make your picks. That's betql.com backslash props super bowl sunday is crazy it's hectic whether you're going somewhere or having people over at your place so you want to do this right now so it's just off your mind and it's free you have literally nothing to lose all right next uh, let's roll through some of these the first one i see on the board is stafford over under two and a half passing touchdowns two and a half passing touchdowns for staffy what do you think red hot in the playoffs uh, a bunch of clunkers at the tail end of the regular season. I I like the over on that one against this Bengals secondary. Uh, this was kind of the big thing that stood out to me, you know, even last week against the Chiefs with the Bengals is, you know, during the regular season, the Chiefs were 27th against the pass and the Bengals were 26th. I mean, this is an opportunity here for Matt Stafford to put up some big numbers again. And it, it's not just... You know, it's not just his ability to obviously throw the football, but you're starting to see a little more chemistry with somebody like Odell Beckham Jr. And then on top of that, for some reason, Cooper Cup is still open. I, I don't understand why he's not constantly double teamed, but you just see these touchdowns. You see these receptions that Cooper Cup gets and you go, what? How did you did you not see the guy like what? What were you doing? So I'd be very comfortable with taking the over two and a half touchdowns there with Matt Stafford. All right, that might be a bet worth uh, placing if you feel that strong about it because at FanDuel right now, it's plus 148 on the over. The under is juiced to minus 200. Yeah, with a lot of these things, and we, we say this every week as we go over these numbers, it's kind of how you expect the game to play out. What's your game script? Because the next one lined up is uh, you've got Cam Akers and, of course, Cooper Cup, which makes perfect sense. Now, if you're like some of the sharper betters that jumped in on L.A. Rams, minus three and a half, minus four, and you don't think it's going to be much of a contest, well, you're going you're gonna to stack up on Okay, Stafford props. You know, Akers yeah. is probably going to get some run in the second half of that game. Now, they lost uh, the Bengals lost their top run stuffer on defense earlier on um, as the regular season was coming to a close. And if the Rams are going to perform well, you would assume Cooper Cup is going to have a big game. So you would go on maybe over, but man, we're up to eight and a half now. It's been seven and a half most weeks. Yeah. I, everybody's going to pick over. If we're doing like game theory, you would assume that. 80 to 90% of the people filling this out are going to go over eight and a half. They'd go over any Cooper cup number. I might have to go under just because I I'm actually going to lean under there with you too. If that was down, look, even if maybe it's at eight, you could maybe be like just the fact that you got that hook on the end there makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Maybe because this year, for some reason, the hook has nailed me so many times and just given mm. me some horrible results. But I think I'd slightly lean under there just because of the fact that again, that number becomes very, very high and you have Odell Beckham Jr. Again, as part of this offense. Now that's, he just seems more comfortable in it and that he may take away at least a few of the targets from somebody like Cooper cup. But I mean, look, you look at 11 receptions against the 49ers, nine against Tampa, and then, of course, at the beginning, yeah. five against Arizona. So I understand why that number is set the way that it was. But I, I've just, to me, I think I'm a little bit more comfortable in this sense taking the under here. And you talk about game scripts as well. You kind of look at this and go, is this another one of those games where the Rams get out to an early lead 
And then somehow, some way, the Bengals climb their way back, and you've got the Rams just trying to run the football and trying to eat as much clock as possible. Nick, I just found my favorite one in the list of 10. Okay. Aaron Donald over 0.75 sacks. Oh, yeah. Easily. I'm lock, more than lock, comfortable with that <laughs> Lock that one in, man. That's, yes. the, that's the big mismatch of this game. That's what everybody's going to talk about until yes. we get to Super Bowl Sunday. You have one of the worst offensive lines going against that Rams pass rush. Uh, the Bengals have not seen a pass rush like this all season. When you look at the numbers, um, you know, pass block win rates, uh, yeah, it's not good. Uh, Bengals third worst in the <laughs> NFL. And you can make a strong case that the Rams had the best pass rush going right now. It's going to be ugly. Nine sacks against it's the Titans. What are the Rams going to do? Yeah. You know, it's funny that you say, too, they haven't seen a pass rush like this yet, and they already gave up nine sacks to the Titans if you're the Bengals. So, like, you look at that and go, yeah. God, if they haven't even seen this yet, and you think about what happened. That's the big, like, for one, I, I'm, I mean, honestly, you could have set that at one and a half, and I'd probably still take the over. This just has one yeah. of those, those feels where, like, it's going to have to be just Joe Burrow running for his life or handing it off to Joe Mixon and hoping that Aaron Donald isn't breaking through that line every single time. But even bigger picture, man, like I know we're focused on this game, but every time I, I think about where Joe Burrow is and that offensive line, all I can think of is Andrew Luck. And I just don't want to see the Bengals ruin yeah. Joe Burrow and just constantly have him getting slammed on his back and he's hurt. He's already torn his ACL. Like that worries me because he's so good for the NFL. The last thing you want to see is somebody like that constantly hurt because they just can't protect their franchise quarterback. Oh, he's great for the NFL. Uh, it's terrific, man. Like he vaulted himself into that top five conversation in his first full season. Oh, I don't know if that's the case, but that that's what he's accomplished over the last couple months. Yeah, I think it's it's fair. It's look, it's fair to put him in that conversation. He certainly yeah. earned that right, given where he's taken the Bengals. And how about the AFC as a whole? I mean, you're going to have Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. It's going to be like a triangle rivalry for the next decade between these threes to see mm -hmm. who's getting to the Super Bowl. So if I'm, yeah, it's like when people talk about, you know, Aaron Rodgers and going to the Broncos, I don't want to be in the AFC. I want to get the hell away from that. You got to deal with these young kids for the next decade. Plus you're Aaron Rodgers. You want to stay as far away from that as possible. Oh my God. And, and now with Brady retiring, maybe Russell Wilson is traded away from Seattle. It's, fascinating uh Bengals side the burrow 271 and a half passing yards is posted Mixon, uh basically are they're asking is he going to score a touchdown jamar chase 85 and a half receiving yards t higgins four and a half receptions on the Bengals side do you have a favorite that stands out i actually like higgins again over four and a half um i had him at over 70 yeah. and a half receiving yards last week just because there's so much attention on jamar chase people forget that t higgins is also a franchise, you know, a thousand yard receiver. So there's, there's a lot of opportunity there for him to sneak up. Yeah. I think, I think you're pretty right on that. I think that's a, that's a fair one. I, but there isn't one that I like as much as Donald and the numbers, yeah. the sports yeah. books are telling us the same thing. Aaron Donald to record a sack on FanDuel. The yes is minus minus one ninety two. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's clear cut. Um, what about the winner The picking the winners, the last one, I mean, most again, game theory, most people are just going to take the Rams automatic, even though I do expect Cincinnati uh, will be hearing that they're a public dog about a week from now. You know what, man? I'm I think I'm leaning towards the Bengals in this. I really am. I've been on the Bengals Ooh. bandwagon since week one, and then I've been counting them out all through the playoffs, but I've been singing their praises before then. I feel like I'm doing them an injustice, not picking them. I think I'm going to go Bengals in this and just let the history make itself. 
Very good. Uh, Nick Ashu is going to continue to hang out. See, I almost messed that one up. I kind of did. Yeah, kind of did though. right you there. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got a guest coming up. Vaughn Dale Sell will join us, get his top plays. He's, uh, he's going to jump in on the NBA, a little bit of everything. This is BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.